Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name's Adam Tarno, joined as always by Todd Wagner. Hello, Adam. Hello, friends. All right, Todd, question this week is this. Why does God seek to kill Moses in Exodus 4.24? The better question is, why would Moses marry a girl by the name of Zipporah? <laughs> it's kind of a crazy name, right? It is. Uh, let's catch everybody up what's going on in Exodus chapter 4, verse 24. Um, as we know, if you do know, the story of Moses is that uh, he was a descendant of Abraham. He was a Hebrew that um, underneath the Pharaoh of the day, that the Hebrew children were all to be killed because they were growing too strong in number. And we know that Moses' uh, mother had put him out and Pharaoh's daughter found this child, took him in as her own and raised him as her own. And so here he is being raised in Pharaoh's household, okay? And, um, and he had all the benefits of being Egyptian royalty, but he knew he was a Hebrew. And when he saw the oppression of the Egyptian people towards his brothers, he one day rose up in his own power and tried to deliver, if you will, the Hebrew people, and he committed murder. And he realized it was just a matter of time before he was gonna be punished for that, and so he fled. Yeah. And so at 40 years old, he goes into the wilderness, and he comes amongst the Midianites. And uh, he is taken in by this Midianite family, and uh, a leader of the Midianites eventually sees this, I guess, noble man, maybe of some means, who knows what he brought with him. Anyway, he gave him his daughter, who was Zipporah. And so as G Moses then tended flocks for 40 years in the wilderness, it's just a great lesson right here that we're not really answering, but it's just a, a fact that when Moses in his flesh, in his own power, tried to deliver the Jews, he couldn't do it. He was had every benefit that man could be given, all the uh, privilege of position and power and education, and he wasn't able to do it, but only when he depended upon the Lord did he go back and rightly be able to deliver his people. So God reaches out to Moses, does what he always does. Whenever God wants to deliver people, he raises up a deliverer, and Moses is gonna be that deliverer, and he tells Moses he wants him to go back to Pharaoh and say, let my people go. And Moses is like, I'm not sure I wanna do it. God convinces him he should. And so he and his wife and children that he had are headed back to represent God to Pharaoh and be God's means of grace to his people. And along the way, it says the Lord sought to kill Moses. And you're like, that doesn't make much sense. Yeah, that you would... I, I, and I don't think that was in the movie, right? <laughs> like, I don't right. think that scene was in the Prince of Egypt. That's right. <laughs> and part of the reason was is because Moses had not done something that God wants every good, faithful Hebrew to do, and that is to circumcise their male children on the eighth day. Now, here's just a fun little fact I'm going to throw in there. It always confused me why God tells uh, us to, uh, or tells Jews specifically to circumcise their children on the eighth day. So I've got six kids, three of them are sons, and when it came time to circumcise my child, I was kidding with my OBGYN. The OBGYN to us Gentiles are the ones that actually do the circumcision of the male today. And, and so we were getting kicked out of the hospital, right, within 24 to 36 hours, and so he goes, hey, we're gonna circumcise your boy. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, aren't we supposed to wait to the eighth day? And he goes, you know what's so funny? I, I used to think the same thing. And I found out that the reason that we would wait to the eighth day is because, and this is the way God designed humankind, on the eighth day, there's a spike in vitamin K, a spike in vitamin K in the human condition, the human experience. And what's interesting about vitamin K, do you know what it does? It causes blood to coagulate and clot so you wouldn't bleed out. Had you circumcised your child on the seventh day, there's a good chance he would have bled to death. Interesting. Yeah. But now, why don't we wait? Because we can give kids vitamins, and we do. The second they're born, they get those shots. One of the shots they get is vitamin K, so they can be circumcised right there when they're in the hospital. It's a two for one today. Two for one today. <laughs> so why should you wait to circumcise your kid in the eighth day if you don't have a vitamin shot right. so they don't bleed out? But um, 
Moses hadn't obeyed the law of God. And what basically you see God doing is he's saying, Moses, I don't just use anybody, I use holy and righteous people. Now you and I, Adam, we know that we're not holy and righteous in and of ourselves, that we, our righteousness comes through Christ alone, but that doesn't mean we continue to sin so grace can abound. And uh, with Moses, Moses was gonna go back and represent God, and yet he had not done what a righteous representative of God would do even with his own children. And so God sought to kill Moses, and then it says that Zipporah was ticked off at him. Why? Well, because now we have older boys, and it certainly isn't pleasant to be circumcised as an eight-year-old or a 28-year-old, okay? And so when they had to go through this, um, that Zipporah saved his life because the Lord made it clear to Moses and Zipporah what was going on, that an unrighteous people aren't gonna represent me as a righteous God to others. Zipporah had to go through that circumcision with her sons, and she took the foreskins, it says, and threw them at the feet of Moses and said, you are to me, if you will, a bridegroom of death. Why are you making me go through all this? Mm. Because you didn't do what God wanted you to do. One of the things that's a point here that you're gonna see is early on, as God's working through a group of people, you're gonna see that he's very severe in his judgments because he's, he's letting people know, I'm not a God to be trifled with. So as Moses is beginning to be the deliverer of God, he says, Moses, we're, if there's any area of your life that's out of step with me, you better deal with it because I'm a holy God. Um, a little bit later, when the people that Moses leads out of Egypt into the promised land, they go in and you find that Achan had taken some uh, of the spoil that was under the ban, Joshua 7 says, that the whole nation suffers, they lose a battle. And the reason is, is God's showing you, I'm not gonna use an unrighteous people who don't do what I say to judge other people. And so uh, you see that with Ananias and Sapphira in uh, Acts chapter five, when the church is being established, some people lie about what they had done to honor God with their possessions and God strikes Ananias and strikes Zephariah dead early on. The truth is, if God did this all the time, didn't just remind us periodically about the severity of justice and judgment, that um, none of us would probably, yeah. I wouldn't make it to the pulpit this Sunday. Right. But God's grace, every now and then, and I do mean God's grace, there's severity of judgment that shows up to remind us, hey, God's not one to be trifled with. We can be thankful that's not the kind of God we ultimately have, but every now and then, especially when he's raising up somebody, he's gonna say, hey, we're not gonna mess around here. So why did God seek to kill Moses? Because Moses had, in a sense, killed his affections for God. Mm and wasn't serious about walking in his own righteousness. And as a result of that, it brought trouble to his family. It almost prevented God from using him. And that's something that always happens whenever you anyway compromise uh, the word of God. It's a good reminder to me as a dad that when I am not serious about the righteousness of God, it's not just God who's upset, it hurts other people. Amen, thank you so much, Todd. That's yeah. a great answer. Click on those show notes for other helpful resources. Thanks for watching and we'll talk to you again next week.